When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is The Final Word, Ashes Daily, coming to you as ever from the hello turf of Old Trafford. We're just earthing, got our shoes off, just just feeling the vibes, just feeling the vibe. You know, it's very wet. I wouldn't do that. Your socks are getting wet. I was actually going to get my shoes off there, but it didn't quite work out too well. Um, Well, you've got the shoes off, but the socks are getting wet. (laughs) Nonetheless, Adam Collins with Wet Feet, uh, Jeff Lemon with you. The the show's brought to you by Seba Super, Industry Super Fund, your retirement, six, you know how it goes. Um, Go to their website, sebasuper.com.au. Australia, Australia. Well, they were on the verge last time. They're on the verge again. How many times can you be on the verge? Um, Tell us about it, Adam. You've got 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that tomorrow Australia will retain the Ashes in England for the first time since 2001. If you're waking up, that's the good news. England, uh, two for 18 in pursuit of 383. They're not going to get that. They've lost, uh, who they lost? Burns and Root overnight to some fantastic Pat Cummins bowling. Australia made 301 in their second innings. No, they didn't. They made 186 for six in their second innings after bowling England out for 301. So that meant they had a healthy first inning lead. There was a collapse in there. They were 4 for 44 at one point, which was an ideal, but Stephen Smith makes 82. Matthew Wade is a reliable man riding shotgun. I've spoke for is far he? too long. <laughs> he was today. Australia are going to win tomorrow. That's all that really matters, I think. You have blown out that 30 seconds. By so a long, hard. long way. So, I got so, distracted. The Australian yeah. team were walking past. Yeah, oh, sure. I mean, that'll do it, I suppose. <laughs> They're leaving en masse. The, the England team probably left en masse about four hours ago mentally. Yeah. Um, I, I will qualify you saying that that's good news. It's good news if you're Australian and you want Australia to win. It's sure. probably not. I said if you're waking up. So yeah. chances are if you're waking up to the pod okay. you're one of our Australian or, listeners. Or you're a very sad Englishman living in Australia who's now going to be teased Possibly. mercilessly yeah, at work. Yeah. Nonetheless, it was a pretty ordinary day for, for England. They started the day batting, they ended the day batting and it was not the same innings. That's probably the key point. Yeah, it's never a good thing when you're batting twice in the same day of a test match in separate innings. The, the in-between bit though, just for the briefest moment when Stuart Broad had David Warner bagging a pair. The first time an Australian opener has bagged a pair is Mark Taylor in the first <clears throat> test match of his captaincy career yep. in 1994 in Pakistan. Warner, three blobs on the trot. We know he felt confident coming into this test match. We know he thought that runs were around the corner after a half century at Leeds, but wasn't to be, and now people are going to be talking about his spot. However, in saying that, if they win tomorrow, I'm sure those conversations will be nullified yeah. to a certain extent. Harris got a good one from Broad as well, as did Labuschagne from Archer. Low-energy Joffre Archer, low-energy Jeb Bush, which that was funny when we said that. When, <laughs> at the start of the Trump era, back when he was a candidate for president, never going to win, uh, low-energy Jeb was quite funny. Not so funny now. No. Um, but, but Archer was not low-energy today. He, he pumped up the volume, uh, picked up Labuschagne, also got Travis Head through the gate. He's been bowled six times, bowled a league before, in this series head, mm. a talking point going forward. Uh, but then they got their act together. 
And for a while there, we're like, well, is there enough time for Smith to get to 50? Then we're like, hang on a minute, I think Smith's going to make 100. He started playing some of those third innings declaration shots, the tennis bat swipe, the, yep. the, 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 the almost the limbo stick, uh, the parry over the top <laughs> of the slip soft, Joffre Archibald, 92 mile an hour, whatever. Um, and is, then, is that a Lady Gaga lyric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as well be. But these, yeah, these beats are sick, I want to take a ride on your limbo <laughs> stick. <laughs> but Smith ensured the game is going to be played on their terms at the end of the day. So Cummins comes on, man, that spell, that first over, as I've always say on the show, never seen a hat trick, thought I was going to see one today. Jason Roy walking out at two for none with what? Three balls left in that over, but it was the fact that it was Roy on strike and Cummins had a ball right mm. on the money, and I think it's the first time I've ever seen Roy come forward and defend keeping out the hat-trick, but still they're two down overnight oh. and they're stuffed. There's so much happened today. England yeah, resumed right, yeah. this morning with Stokes and Bairstow, and you were thinking, well, if they bat on for a you know, session or two and, and knock something off the deficit, then they'll take enough time out of the game. They were both out in that session. Stokes can't do it every time, I guess. Um, Mitchell Stark suddenly picks up a couple of wickets, and I thought that was really key that the, you know Stark hasn't been necessarily the number one candidate to get picked but the one thing he does have is a bit of the wood over Ben Stokes which nobody else does so Stokes doesn't mind facing any of the right armors for Australia but he looks uncomfortable against Stokes against Stark from the get-go and eventually inevitably well it got him out yeah there's two things here isn't there I put in my piece last night that they never said that Ben Stokes was the reason for picking Stark, but mm. in the back of their minds, I'm sure they would have remembered what happened in the World Cup at Lords, and they would have thought that you know the, the psychological combat, if you like, between mm. the two players, it was worth a pop, and that worked beautifully. And the bully bolt to Bearstow. I mean, sure, Bearstow is a massive bold candidate. I think uh, Andrew Sampson had him today yeah. as the fifth most bold player but in the history of Test Venn cricket. Crazy. Be- because Mitchell Stark is, has one of the highest rates of bowling players, uh, and Bearstow has one of the highest rates delightful. of being bold. So when you put them together, just mesh, just an, an <laughs> Energy mesh. It did not help that Bursto played a horrible shot. I'm doing my David Bread mesh fingers yeah, right now, by the way. I know. That's not really an audio gag. No, it's not. But can. it works on the fact we're putting this video on Patreon tonight. Oh, yeah, we will. We'll, yeah, we'll pop the video <laughs> up of the, of the pod um, once we get this done. But he gets a good ball. It swung. It was full and it swung. But he's like, here's a ball on the line of my stumps. I think I'm going to try to pump this down the ground. Mm. So just don't do that. You're not there to do that. What yeah. was the point of doing that? And so he opened it right up. Um, his his middle stump went cartwheeling. Um, Stark picked up another wicket late, so he ended up with three for, um, and which you know meant he came back pretty well. And there was always a thought he might do that. Yeah. Well, the quicks took all ten wickets, so Lyon again wasn't necessarily at his best today when he got his opportunities. They got beyond the follow-on mark, so I guess it was an academic conversation really after Australia bowled for yeah. an hour or so this morning. But um, when they passed it, I was sitting in what is the Western Stand uh, and watching. Uh, uh, with a couple of friends and in doing so the roar was like they just won the test match yeah. it was great small ma- so again another fantastic northern crowd here today they really love their cricket here um, but uh, as soon as uh, Stuart Broad had the ball in his hand it, it, that momentum if you like seemed to carry through and yeah. he bowled magnificently to Warner initially um, I said it the other night I think on the podcast I don't think he's had a better series in England, possibly ever had a better series broad. He's been magnificent. He, I saw uh, Andy Zaltzman have on there that he's taken 10 wickets in this series in the first 10 overs, which is an equal record. So, mm. it, it, you know, that's his job, isn't it? Always taking them early. Well, six of yeah. them have been Warner. Um, so that's, you know, every score has been single figures except for that 61 for yeah. one of our seven single figure scores. Um, six times out to broad, a pair in this innings, three, what is it, three wickets in his last, he's been out for a duck in his last 10 balls three times. Wow. So, yeah, um, facing broad each time. So 
he's having a miserable go of it. Um, the sunset's beautiful here. The hovercraft yeah. has got quiet. It's, it's an interesting night here at Old Trafford. Hello to the camera. I've had my back to the camera for a while, forgetting it was on for a second there. Yeah, but yeah, well, the, we, we've got to keep this beautiful, um, this beautiful shot in play. And, and as I said, we're going to have it on the on the Patreon account later today. So if you're one of our patrons already, you can watch the video of this and grab a bunch of other content we put up across the ashes. And who doesn't want to watch a podcast on video? Right? <laughs> That's just the point of the medium, isn't it? But you'll get to see yeah. the, the sunset. This is my so, point. So you will. It's a nice sunset. It's a very good one. Very, very salmon. Um, so there was this moment, you know, as you said, when Warner goes, Harris goes, suddenly it's four for, uh, and suddenly the crowd here are saying it's on, it's on here. Oh, yeah. We might we might be able to resell Australia for 120. I thought all and, that 80. I was thinking that yeah. Hobart day. I thought, you know, if they go from 444, yeah. Wade walking in, yeah, granted, Smith's down the other end and none of the normal rules apply when Smith's Smith still was there. Smith's there in Hobart. Granted, 48 not out. Yeah. Uh, or 48. 48 possibly, not out. Not yep. out, right. Yep. So, yeah, the rest of the team fell around him. But still all the same that if Wade goes then and, and it's Payne walking out, you know, say 50 for five, mm. then really that... 80, 90 all out, England chasing 300 on the final day, wind at their back. You know, yeah. that's a different conversation. But in the end, they were able to set them 383. But you know it's, all, it's all Smith. It's the fact that yeah. he, he comes out. Broad was looking lethal. He, he, was. he was unplayable. And Smith just steps across outside off stump and blunts him back down the pitch and keeps doing that until he's finished bowling. And then goes, oh, it's Archer. I'll just pat him down and pat him down until he gets to the tea break and then comes out after the tea break and starts playing shots. Once he's settled and he says, all right, we're good here, now I'm going to start scoring because we just need to get to some declaration runs. I was kind of annoyed about the declaration at the time. I was thinking to myself, well, look, and I still agree with this, that why did they not declare when Stephen Smith was out? They were 345 in the lead at the time, I think I'm right in saying. In other words, more than enough runs, um, you know, when England aren't going to be necessarily chasing them in in any case. And yes, what Ben Stokes did two weeks ago is is noteworthy, but Mm. you don't deprive yourself of an opportunity of a long stint tonight potentially in England also bad light they got lucky with bad light the sun came back out in the innings changed like mm. had had it remained gloomy at 6.30 when they were scheduled to start their second innings there's every chance that, that Burns would have been offered light facing the first ball but in the end mm. it was Cummins who you know bowled that crazy first over I referenced before I don't know how Joe Root keeps that, that first ball out I mean it's just Cummins at his absolute best and yeah. you like the bit how uh, I said I think I sent it to you on Twitter actually so we could mention it today yes. and this can be our Hall of Fame I think where Cummins picks up that second wicket and Matthew Wade jumps on his back like it's his child. So he jumps on his hip, like <laughs> like he's actually. It's like when you're holding a koala at Taronga yeah. Zoo when when you know you're a visiting dignitary to Australia. So he's sort of holding Matthew Wade, and then he's got I think Harris and and War and, and Manus in the back of the pretty photo. much hanging off him. Yeah, all, all all, yeah, the two young blokes yeah. and Matthew Wade and Louis Cameron, our colleague from cricket. Australia's website, he said it's, it's bring your kids to work day. <laughs> it, it fit perfectly. So it, it take is, a look at the photo. It is the most perfectly captioned photograph um, and, and, and summed it up really well. But yeah, so Burns is out to this leading edge to cover and that's a couple of balls in and then Root gets a ball which angles into middle stump, hits decks away, hits the top of off, you know. But I think I think it was um, Vishantarajo who put up on Twitter, if if Root had kept that ball out, he would have played it wrong. <laughs> you know? yeah, There's yeah. no, there is nothing you can do against that delivery. No, yeah, you that's could probably right. face it nine times in a row, and you'd still get out seven of them. How about Roy getting forward to play that forward defence? If I mentioned before, but 
you know, we haven't seen Roy play that shot. That's been the main criticism of him as a test player, that he's not capable of getting on the front dog and playing with soft hands. And he picks that one ball to get right over the top and knock it on the head. Otherwise, it was going one place and it was off stump, out of the ground. My other favourite moment that would have been a Hall of Fame on an ordinary day was um, three bounces that Smith gets from Archer. One, he ducks by falling forward onto his face. One, he ducks by falling backwards. And then the third one, he ducks by falling flat onto his back. And then while lying on his back on the ground, practices an uppercut <laughs> while completely prone on the turf. Like, it was just circus batting today. He yeah. was like, now for my next trick, I'm going to see if I can, you know, poke this back through my legs and then hit it over my own head. And that third one, like, he really did, it was like it was in slow motion. Yeah. Like, he got to his knees and then he kind of tumbled over. He was still trying to reach the ball yeah. well after the time the ball had passed. And he was, you know, having a go at himself, not making contact, you know, falling slowly. Glenn Hansard, go look that up. Yeah. But no, that was how it felt um, as, he, as he made his way to the ground. So, yeah, I love the fact that we got to see some Steve Smith third innings declaration batting. It's, a, it's one of my favourite things. I was saying yeah. in the press box, wait for the tennis shot, wait for the tennis shot. Two <laughs> balls later, there was, the, there was the serve. Unfortunately, he didn't middle it, but I'm glad we got to see it at least once in the series. There's well, a Bradman stats too, isn't there? Yeah, so let's count that down. He's up to 671 runs, Steve Smith. So he would need 303 runs in total at the Oval to level yep. Braddles or um, 304 to go past him. That's across two innings. Could be done. It sounds like a pretty good nerd pledge to me, 304. He'll do it in one innings. He'll make a triple ton like Hashim Amla did at the Oval back in 2012, and, and that'll be that. And, and the fact that Smith has played five innings and Bradman played seven in 1930, as you noted the other night, there were three times he didn't bat in that series with big mm. innings victories. I mean, this, the, 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 it, it's lovely synergy, isn't it, that the two of them with their statistical breakdowns and all the yeah. rest of it. If he has a, you know, the fact we're even talking about him making 304 next week as being within striking distance <laughs> says a lot about the sort of series that he's had, doesn't it? So, well, look, let's hope so. I mean, if Australia get the job done tomorrow, and they will, yeah. we can focus wholly and solely on that for the next seven days. I think I can't remember who did the numbers, but somebody uh, also put up that I think he could make something like 35 ducks in a row before his average would go under 50. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Although we did say that about Adam Voges when he was averaging 100. I think Andrew Donison worked out how many innings he would need to play without making double figures for his average to fall below 60, and, he, and that nearly happened. So didn't, let's not moss him. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. <laughs> in any case, that's probably enough for today. Yep. Um, obviously, well... I mean, player of the day would be Smith, I suppose. Cummins. But, but it could also be... I mean, Stark bowled really well Stark in the bowled morning, really well, yeah. And Credit Cummins to, bowled really well in the evening. Yeah, I, I, we, we shouldn't brush over the, the, the Stark spell. Again, we, we both wrote critical pieces last night, which I think were there yep. to be written. Uh, and I think we both agreed in our conclusions that he had a chance today to prove his worth and prove his worth he did picks yep. up Ben Stokes fantastic ball to Johnny Bairstow well played Mitchell Stark it would have been a tough night last night not yep. getting a bowl in that final session 174 minutes elapsed before he used a second new ball this morning so yep. that psychologically would have played on him and he got his chance and he well, took he, it well he, got he got his accuracy he pitched up and, yep. and he was accurate and he wasn't everything wasn't leg side and he, he's willing to pitch up and get hit um, and he got the reward so well bowled to him uh, so that's Hall of Fame is done and, uh, and, 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 and the other bit player of the day is done and uh, we have to thank Seabus Super. We have to when we want to. We don't have to. We choose to. We choose to. They're an industry super fund run only to benefit members, not shareholders. Cbussuper.com.au. That's where they do their financial work. And they've also uh, put out the Cbus and Final Word t-shirt which you can uh, try to win one of those by 
putting up a social media post or, or some method of sharing the podcast, put the link up and uh, send us the evidence and put something in there that we might find entertaining and we'll be picking a stack of those uh, through the series to receive one of the final word shirts. I went and sat with one of our subscribers today, Kate in the grandstand, who's who's training uh, a training uh, in, in the priesthood at the moment. That's probably the right. wrong nomenclature. But tomorrow she's going to be referencing uh, her day at the cricket yep. um, as part of her um, uh, teachings. Okay. And, and the final word will get mentioned and therefore she will definitely be getting a T-shirt. There we go. We're, How about that? We'll, we're, we'll How be about a, that? We'll be in the good books with the big guy. Let's hope we'll so. We'll get Maddie Hayden on the show. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. This, this, Let's not say things we can't take back. This, this has been the final word, Ashes Daily. Uh, we'll be back for day five when some Ashes things may be happening, including retention thereof. Uh, but who knows? It's a funny game, as they say. We'll see you tomorrow. No, no. Sorry if I ran out to empty both this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super Option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.